If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Bet the Greek. What am I, a moronic? I asked you for a drink. You wanted a drink. I just asked you. No, I thought, I thought you said that you were all right, Spider. No, 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 no. What you got me on? Pay no mind risk it. I thought you said it was, I was all right, Spider. So you, no, you ain't all right, Spider. You got a lot of problems. No, I thought you said you were all right, Spider. I am all right. You ain't all right. 940 wins. Miami sports. If you're listening to this show, you're not all right. That's for sure. It is the Greek. It is a Friday afternoon in South Florida. There is no other place I would rather be because I love it here. This weekend's jacked up. So much going on. You got the food and wine show. Dwayne Wade, number three, going up in the rafters. Hats off to Dwayne and what he accomplished for the Miami Heat. Five championships, finals, three titles. He's done so much. One of the biggest icons down here. Speaking of icons, Ricardo in the studio, 866-801-0940. Ricardo, how are you, my friend? Doing fantastic. Fantastic. So it's the day before a huge fight. I'm excited. We're about to have Sid Rosenberg on. We're going to talk about him, about his podcast. Everything's going to be great, man. Yep, we are. We got uh, debates this week. Uh, Who won, who lost. Uh, You can bet on that, obviously. Uh, I find it to be. I, I like the debates because I always think about Saturday Night Live, how it's going to be when like three days later. So that's what I always look forward to in the debates. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, who are they going to beat up this weekend? Sid Rosenberg will be calling us. Uh, we're going to talk to him about his podcast, Joseph Abu, Dwight Gooden, what he thinks about the NFL. Uh, also talk to him about the big fight because Sid, you know, he covered a lot of big fights for years. And I'm going to put 500 on this right now uh, that Sid says. You know, I, I I did the champion fights for years on HBO. <laughs> All right. $500 on that. Uh, if you want a piece of that, let us know. I am on location. Still cannot figure out who the girl is who came up and kissed me. Uh, I have my boy here, my tech guy, who's been with me for years. And uh, I said to him, if you were a bodyguard, I'd be dead. She actually kissed me on the cheek, almost the lips. Uh, I was doing the show. I almost had dropped a mic. Didn't see it coming. So uh, it's, it's, it's very curious. We're going to have to try to find out this mystery, who this girl was. Uh, I'm off the market, by the way. So just want to let you know. Just saying. Ricardo, just telling everybody. Ashley will be with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, and the Marlins are back. That's right. The Marlins' first game is tomorrow, I believe. Right, Ricardo? That's right. Early in the afternoon. I think it's at 105. We'll be doing the pregame at 1235. And I'll be producing the game right here for you. So on um, 940 wins tomorrow. God bless you, man. God bless you that you can do those preseason exhibition games again. <laughs> my God. Somebody's got to do them, Greek. I know. I appreciate your hard work. I mean, that's what it does. I mean, like, that'd be like uh, being on a desert island with Bernie and uh, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I just get to watch baseball and get paid for it, man. Life could be a whole lot worse. All right, let's talk to the guru about boxing because this guy knows about boxing. A guy can knock you out every time he gets on the radio and TV, by the way, and he's looking great these days. I told him years ago to put on blazers. He laughed at me. Now he's got a friend, Joseph Abood, (laughs) and he listens to it. Sid, good afternoon. I'm not offended. How are you, my friend? Here's my question for you and Ricardo, and I I don't mean this as a shot because certainly Derek Jeter is still beloved by many up here. How can you tell the difference? 
between spring training baseball and regular season baseball for the Marlins. <laughs> How can you tell the difference? Yeah. I'm not betting on spring training. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I just, they, just, they just look the same. You know, it's funny. I was talking to um, Dwight Gooden yesterday. We'll get to that conversation, you and I. But, yeah. you know, up here, this guy, Steve Cohen, who's a billionaire, a legitimate billionaire, big guy in the market. Yeah. I was about to buy the New York Mets for over $2 billion, but he had an issue on how quickly he could take over ownership, and Jeff Wilpon was giving him a hard time. So he begged out of the deal for now. He's still out there lurking. But Alex Rodriguez uh, yeah. seems to be relatively serious about putting together a group of investors to buy the Mets. And how funny would it be? It's probably not going to happen, but if it did happen, if you had Derek Jeter's Marlins yep. taking on Alex Rodriguez's Mets inside the same division, that would be pretty funny. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. That'd be great for baseball. And A-Rod could definitely get the people together. You know he knows all the heavy hitters. So, I mean, I don't think he'd be having a hard time raising the money. And I think baseball would embrace it if somebody like him uh, owned it, you know, got involved. And it's, 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 it's he's a name that people like. They really do. I think he can pull it off to you. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, he can start with his wife right off the yeah. bat. Jennifer Lopez has tons and tons of money, even more than him. So the two of them together to put in a hefty amount of money, more than Derek Jeter, by the way, did for the Marlins. Yeah. But uh, sure, they know people. Sure, you know, they know tons of people, movie people, music yep. people. So, you know, again, who knows? Steve Cohen is still lurking. He doesn't uh, necessarily want to get out of this deal. So sometime over the next two, three, four years, you would expect that the Wilpons, Fred and Jeff, will sell the New York Mets, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, all these names make it very, very interesting. But to get to the fight tomorrow night, look, yeah. you know, I do the FanDuel commercials on ABC on the Bernie and Sid show. And the fact they're giving out 20 to 1 odds on a yeah. $10 bet if you pick the winner of tomorrow night's fight. So you win all the money on the fight, you get an extra 200. The last time around, a very controversial finish. Yeah. And people are looking forward to this one. They're clearly Wilder and Fury are the two best inside that division. So if you still like boxing, and uh, a lot of people don't, and if you still like the heavyweight division, a lot of people don't, then this is the one fight you want to see Wilder and Fury coming up tomorrow night. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think this fight's getting a lot of play. Uh, I got friends in Vegas that are talking about it. Uh, Fury is definitely a, a grandstander and a guy who can promote. What do you like in the fight, Sid? The over-unders, 10 and a half rounds. What do you think of that? I would go over. I think yeah. this thing goes to a decision. Uh, you know, look, I, uh, the heavyweight division has really been rough. I know Tyson Fury does a lot of talking and all yeah. that nonsense. And for many years, it was Klitschko who was the heavyweight champion and People can't even tell which Klitschko it really was. I mean, you really got to go back to yeah. probably Lennox Lewis the last time you had a real heavyweight who, you know, during that era when you had Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson, that was the real last era of heavyweight boxing. Uh, since then, it's been a complete mess. And, yes, if you're in Vegas tomorrow night, it's going to be interesting. But I don't think that the, uh, the guys that I grew up with that really enjoyed boxing, guys in the 70s that watched the heavyweights in the same era like Muhammad Ali and, Ernie Shavers and Joe Fraser and George Foreman and Ken Norton. I don't know those guys are getting pumped up with Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. So maybe the best thing we've got right now, and Vegas yep. will be a buzz tomorrow night, but I, I am longing, longing for the days of Holyfield, Tyson, and Lewis, and that wasn't even close to being the golden age of heavyweight boxing. Uh, we had my boy on Teddy Covers from SportsMemo.com just before you, and he says that the casinos think they're going to take more money on this fight than Mayweather and McGregor. Which is surprising. Well, well, no, that, that, that's not surprising, only because, you know, again, there was a lot of buildup for Mayweather McGregor, but the fact is Conor McGregor was a UFC guy. 
uh, boxing. And I don't think anybody in their right mind thought he was going to win the fight, and he didn't. Now, the fact is, he, he actually did better than I thought he would. He fared yeah. better. He's a tough guy. But there was no way he was going to win the fight. So I, I didn't think there'd be a lot of money bet on that fight because Mayweather was almost a certain, a certain win. So, listen, I used to go to Vegas, as you know, for all the big fights. I worked yep. with HBO, every Tyson fight, every one of them. I was there for you know, the big, uh, all the big De La Hoya fights. I was there for Mayweather Pacquiao, which turned out to be a complete nightmare, one of the most boring fights you'll ever see. Uh, you. This is uh, this tomorrow night is nowhere near anything like that. So they'll do well. There'll be plenty of money betting Vegas. But um, the idea that Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder have boxing fans of buzz across the world, I think is a stretch. Sid, we're talking to you about boxing and also baseball and different things. Now, you had Dwight Gooden on this week in your podcast. I can't wait to hear it. Tell us a little bit how that was, and obviously you were a big fan of Dwight. And how is he doing right now, which is the most important thing? Well, it, it, it was great. And, uh, you know, actually, it's funny. I did my morning show in New York City. I get up at 345 in the morning, and I start my show up and on at 6 o'clock in the morning. I go 6 to 10. And then I did uh, a podcast at 11 o'clock yesterday morning with Joseph Abood. I haven't seen him in, in a nice. couple of months. His store actually closed down up here. And so we had a chance to sit down and talk about his career, how he started with Ralph Lauren and became a big-time designer. And then I left. I went back home. I went to the gym. I got my son up from school bus. And I came back at 5.30 last night. That's how long my workday was to interview Dwight Gooden for this podcast. It's a video podcast, too. So it's almost like watching a television show. It's 35 minutes long. And we delve into everything, you know, from the, the first time Dwight Gooden did cocaine after the World Series in 1996. I mean, look. The guy in, in 86, I should say, 1984, the guy won NL Rookie of the Year. Yep. And in 1985, he had one of the greatest seasons of all time. He was 24-4, and 1.53 yep. ERA, 268 strikeouts. One of the greatest of all time. But back then, he was just drinking and smoking marijuana. It wasn't until they won the World Series in 86 that Dwight Gooden, his third year in Major League Baseball, really dove into the, the sick world of cocaine use. And he talked candidly about uh, the parade, the ticket tape parade. He never made it. He yep. was holed up in an apartment in Queens with a bunch of strangers doing cocaine all night long, watching the clock. Said to me, Sid, I said, at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'll stop soon. I said the same thing at 4 o'clock in the morning. Then the sun came up, and the parade started. And he's like, I started to sober up, but I couldn't make it. And he talked uh, about the rest of the years, you know, being suspended in 1995 and signed by to give him a chance in 1996 to play with the Yankees and pitching a no-hitter for the Yankees and yeah. winning two more World Series with the Yankees. But even during those times, having his difficulties, look, Dwight Gooden was arrested twice last summer. Yeah, I know. Guys, last summer. Forget about 1995 or 2005. Yeah. Just last summer. So he continues to battle the demons now for 32 years. But he's a super guy. He's a sweetheart. He's a nice guy. You sit down with Dwight Gooden, you can't help but root for the guy. You can't help it. Yep. You know? I mean, Strawberry comes off like a real know-it-all, and he's figured it out, and he's a minister now, and he's got all the answers. And I don't even know if that's true. You know, I don't, I'm not sure Dallas telling the truth or not, but... Not nearly as likable Daryl as Dwight. You look at Dwight and you feel bad for the guy and just hope he makes it. He will, for three years, I'll tell you this, he's not the greatest pitcher of all time. He's not going to make the Hall of Fame because he spent too many years screwing up. But those three years between 1984 and 1986, yeah. I compel you to find a better pitcher in the history of the game. Uh, you want to talk about Colfax? I don't care who you talk about. Those three years between 84 and 86, Dwight Gooden was electric. No doubt about it. Talking to Sid Rosenberg, WABC. You can hear him every morning, Bernie and Sid show. Let me ask you about the NFL and about this new thing they're proposing. What are your opinion about that, about adding a game? We've, they've talked about it, but they, were, they want to add one more team in each uh, conference for uh, the playoffs. You think it'll pass? I, I, I hate it. You know, listen, 
Uh, The one thing I hate about basketball and hockey, the amount of teams that make the playoffs, I really hate it. I mean, right now the Brooklyn Nets are are the seventh seed in the East. They're playing sub-500 basketball. Durant won't play play till next year. Kyrie Irving is now done for this year. They would make the playoffs. The eighth-seed Orlando, they're also a sub-500 basketball team. I understand that these leagues want to make money. They want playoff games. These owners want to make money. They want the lights on. But you have teams that are not even playing 500 basketball in the playoffs. And the same thing with hockey. It makes no sense. And I can't believe that baseball and football are starting to follow suit. I mean, you're going to have a situation here where – now, last year, of course, the Rams would have made it. They were better than 500. The Steelers would have made it. They were better than 500. But you're going to have situations where teams are not going to be very good, maybe seven-win teams making the playoffs. And I don't want to see that. So you can keep that third game on Saturday and Sunday. I don't need it. Give me two games of really good teams. Give me the two teams of the best season of all, like Baltimore and Kansas City did this year in the AFC. And San Francisco in the NFC and Green Bay, and, and give these teams their their deserved bye weeks. You know, give me my two bye weeks. Give me my two games. I'm happy. I don't need a third playoff game. And the players, the players, the last thing they want is yeah. one more regular season game. They're getting killed out there, those guys. So I can't stand it. I, I don't want these leagues to add more teams to the playoffs. Baseball, football, do not follow suit. And that's exactly what they're doing. Sid, let me ask you about uh, uh, pretty soon it is going to be baseball season and a guy who's at training camp that I don't think is going to make the team, but he keeps coming back and they invite him back. Tebow, any chance of him ever playing a major league game? I don't think so. Yeah, listen, uh, uh, maybe the, the Mets are a disaster one year in September and just to kind of put some fannies in the seats. But even then it becomes uh, uh, you know a clown show for Tim Tebow. It's, it's actually disrespectful for him. Based upon baseball talent, I don't see Tim Tebow, who's gotten better, by the way. He's gotten better. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's got a little bit of a home run power. He's, yeah. yeah, he's got some home run power. He's not a bad defensive outfielder. But the idea of Tim Tebow playing Major League Baseball to me is so far-fetched, I can never see it. Again, unless you want to make it a circus side show in September, and I don't think the Mets would want that and or Tim Tebow. So I would say probably not. He's got a better chance <laughs> going out there and playing quarterback in the XFL than playing center field for the Mets. Sid, I watch these debates a little. I'm not a politic guy, but I could see you on one of these panels asking questions. Is that something that would ever intrigue you? Oh, I would love that, Greek. And let me tell you something. These, these moderators, and Chuck Todd, of course, is a close personal friend yes, of mine. I know. And the last debate, of course, in Vegas was Chuck. He was one of the guys with an NBC, MSNBC event. But they're the worst because they're biased, they're yep. agenda-driven, uh, and they never ask these guys any tough questions. Lester Holt is the worst. David Muir on ABC, he's terrible. George Stephanopoulos is terrible. They're all liberal hacks. There's only a couple of guys in the media, they'll work at Fox News, by the way, that are not liberal. And they're not afraid to ask a tough question. So when you get Lester Holt and Chuck Todd and somebody from Telemundo up there asking questions to these Democrats, you're never going to get the tough question. I mean, I don't know how you don't ask Bernie Sanders about all these people he employs that are anti-Semites, including Omar out of Minnesota. I don't know how you don't ask Joe Biden about his son Hunter Biden. And they'll never do stuff like that. They sit up there, they ask them easy questions, they throw them softballs, yeah. they make Bernie Sanders and Liz Warren and Pete Buttigieg look good. I mean, Mayor Bloomberg, that was so embarrassing. Yeah. I like Mike. Yeah. You know, Mike did a good job as a mayor here in New York, but he's in way over his head for the presidency. I mean, he can't do what Donald Trump is doing. But yeah. again, softballs all night long. So, yeah, they need guys like me up there to ask the real tough questions, wow. really put these guys on the spot. Because let me tell you something, let me tell you something, whichever one of these people actually wins, no, no chance against Trump. But anyone, the person that wins that side yeah. of the aisle, they're going to face Donald Trump in the debate. And guess what? If the moderators don't ask those questions, Donald Trump will.
Oh, no, I, I get that, but I just thought for you, I said, well, I would love to see Sid on this. Obviously, since you went up to New York, politics is a little in your uh, forte, uh, not, not when you were down here, obviously. Yeah, but I know, <laughs> but I would love to see yeah. it. But to me, you're always a sports guy. That, I mean, I know. I know what you're doing, but to me, well, you're you know, you know, no, 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 I know. It, it's funny you say that, Greek, because I, I, I do about five or six shows a week. No, I mean, your, yours is, uh, is, a, is a regular spot because I love you. You're my favorite. We're, we're really close friends, so yours is a regular spot on Fridays, but I'll do about five or six of these a week in different places around the country, and they're usually sports. Yeah. Five will be sports. Maybe one or two will do politics. So not only you, most people look at me that way, but the truth is now for four years yeah. up here, uh, it's politics. It's 80% politics. And I remember when I started to employ politics down in South Florida, and everybody from you know Joe Bell at WQAM to Steve Lapa at 640 Sports, they all, they all went crazy. Like, what are you doing? No, yeah. no, no. Joe Rose is talking to Wes Welker. You can't be talking about Barack Obama. I'm like, listen, 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 listen. I can tell you this. My friends are just like me. 40 years old, two kids. They love sports. They love TV. They love movies. They love good restaurants. They love broads. And they're all worried about the direction of this country. And they're all talking politics as much as football. Don't tell me I've got to talk to Brian Hartline for the fourth time this week like Joe Rose when I can be talking about something important like the upcoming presidential election when you've got a debate right in the backyard at Lynn University in Boca Raton. Now, eventually, I actually convinced all these guys I was doing the right thing. And then, of course, it was too late because they came back to New York City. Sid, always enjoy talking to you. Next week's my birthday. If you want to call up, give me a special birthday wish on my show and talk about the time you and I are going to do this podcast. I have some money on this in Boca Raton. People are telling me i got to pay up soon. I said, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm going to be on a podcast. So if you want to call up and confirm it this Wednesday, let me know, brother. I will call you to confirm the podcast. That'll be the first part of your birthday gift. The second part is I'm going to send you a girl from Fort Lauderdale. And uh, she's going to ream, steam, and dry clean you for three straight days. Oh, that, that sounds good. How about a couple of New Jersey housewives? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, listen, I, listen, I can make that happen if you want to fly to Newark Airport. <laughs> Everybody's got a favorite. I have my favorite on that show. Sid, love Who's talking to you. I'm curious. Uh, I know, uh, it's, it's the guy that everybody I, says I, I look like. It's the guy everybody says I look like, the, one of the husbands. Oh, really? You look like, I'm trying to think, though. It wouldn't be Joe Gorgia. It would be Frank. Maybe Joe. Maybe Melissa's husband, maybe. Or maybe Joe, the one, Teresa's ex-husband, who's no, no, in Italy. No, but, no but, not him. No, that's no? the one that uh, the wife is. Uh, she's a brunette. She does a lot of uh, bikini shots and stuff. I don't know her name, to be honest with you. It's got to be Melissa. It's got to be Melissa. It's got to be Melissa and Joe. The Gorgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. about that, Greek? Look at you looking like Joe Gorgia. Look at you. <laughs> I don't even know who he was. Somebody came up to me the last couple of weeks a couple of times, and I'm like, I don't know. I said, I get a lot. Ellen, <laughs> Kevin Hart. I don't ever get that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Sid, I love That's you. Funny. Thanks for calling, brother. Call I me Wednesday. You. All right. Thank you, Greek. You got Peace. it, pal. Thank you. Sid Rosenberg, everybody. You can hear him mornings uh WABC in New York. Sid and Bernie got our boy Ricardo. You might see him this weekend at the Marlin game. You never know what a Bernie Sanders man. Bet the Greek. Michael. Having a nice day at the beach? While the rest of us are busting our asses to deliver your mail. 940 wins. Miami Sports.
Don't hate the player, hate the game. It is Greek, 866-801-0940. Whether we're in the studio or on location, we're always sponsored by Off Lease Only, offleaseonly.com. No hidden fees. Make sure you get to one of the two locations in Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Trucks, vans, cars, your next used car should be at Off Lease Only, the nation's used car destination. Ricardo's in the studio, 866-801-0940. Big fight this weekend. I'm going to go with the under 10 and a half rounds. I know Sid liked the over, but I'm going with Teddy Covers. He's a little bit more of aficionado on this. It is the Greek. We'll be back. Peace. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.